a Star Wars Story Podcast. A podcast honoring the stories of Star Wars, the characters within them, and the people who love them. Today, we will be telling you our stories, the story of how this pod came to be, and discussing some of the most more recent Star Wars news. Alright, so, hi. Um, I'm Brooklyn. Um, I'm one of your hosts. Your other host is Delaney. Say hi. Hi, I'm Delaney, and I am the other host of this amazing podcast. Yeah, so... And... <laughs> We're just gonna introduce ourselves real quick, and then we'll get into our own Star Wars story. Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, you, I'm Brooklyn. Um, I grew up in California. I am currently going to school to become a high school English teacher. And I'm about a year away from graduating. I have like a week and a half left of this semester. And then my whole next year of school is going to be my last year. And it's going to be like all my student teaching and really getting into that. So that's what I'm like. That's like the biggest thing in my life right now is just getting to graduation and becoming a teacher. So that yeah, is such a noble money. profession. My my mom is a teacher <laughs> and I have so much respect for anyone who decides to go in that field because it is oh, I'm like not the easiest. I'm barely preparing <laughs> to be a teacher and like just the work I have to do for my classes as like mock prep for teachers. Um, <laughs> like just this semester has been like, we don't pay our teachers enough. We need to pay our teachers more. They are doing so much Oh my gosh. You. Yeah, absolutely. No, I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, my name's Delaney. I'm also from California. There is hey. one difference, though, between Brooklyn and I from being in California is that we support different baseball teams. So it's very true. Take that with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> but Somehow, yeah, we're <laughs> a Giants fan and a Dodgers fan are making a podcast together. Don't ask me how it happened, but it did. If we can, if we can agree on Star Wars. And, you know, put aside our baseball differences. Anyone can do anything, honestly. Like, (laughs) that's what this is. Um, I am currently in the last semester of my senior year. And I'm getting a degree in political science. And I know a lot of people, literally everybody's response to me when I tell them that. I've had multiple responses of people saying, oh my goodness, you're going into politics? Like, what a time to be going into that field, am I right? And they, like, try to, like, nudge me. And I'm like, can we just... So yeah, I'm like, can we not do that? Like, I really would like to get involved with like advocacy groups. I've done work with like ACLU and I've done work um, with Everytown and I would love to keep doing that. I just basically like, yeah, I basically like the foundation of my goal is to just try to start making the world just a more livable place to be in. Yeah. Um, And especially the country that we currently live in which is the united states of america um not to get too not to get too political (laughs) off the uh, right off the bat but um probably gonna be a political podcast (laughs) yeah uh warning (laughs) um but yeah i i just want to try and use my education for good and try and help help the disenfranchised people um and i and that is my basically my introduction um brooklyn do you want to start with your star wars story yeah so i mean our podcast is called a star wars story podcast um and we really want to 
um, honor people's stories about how they come to Star Wars, how they became fans, what they're fans of within Star Wars, because there's a lot of things to be a fan of in Star Wars. Oh, yes. Um, so to start us right off the bat for some, you know, be the example of what we all, what we're preaching, um, we're going to tell our own Star Wars story. So yeah, I am going to go ahead and start. So I grew up with my my grandma both of both sets of my grandparents i live i'm from a really small town um my parents were high school sweethearts i lived in the same town i went to the same high school as my parents um and both, so both of my grand yeah so both of my grandparents both lived within like 10 minutes of me like at max 20 minutes at any point in my childhood so i grew up going over to my paternal grandparents house a lot um, because they were retired. And so they had the original trilogy on VHS. And Bless. I believe it was like before the special editions, too. So it was like the oh, OG, wow. like, yeah, original trilogy and it's unaltered form. Um yeah, I'm like 90% positive because I like even with still when I watch the original trilogy, like with the new the newer editions, which is what I have just like digitally. I still been like, oh yeah, that scene's there. So I, I like it's. It was definitely the before the special editions. So like, I grew up watching those VHS on repeat. I watched them all the time at my grandma's house. I would sometimes beg my grandma to let me borrow them so I could watch them at home. So <laughs> I would, yeah, watch those on repeat. Um, as far as like the prequels go, both Delaney and I were born in 1997. So yes. we were like two when. <laughs> <laughs> the Phantom came out. So, yeah. <laughs> neither of us really have any kind of memory of a Phantom Menace. Um, but for me, for Attack of the Clones, I do have a very distinct memory of Attack of the Clones. I'm so excited to hear this. Story. However, <laughs> none of the memory is related to Attack of the Clones. I do not remember what that movie was like. I remember walking out of the theater and I know that we had gone to see Attack of the Clones but I don't remember anything about the movie. The reason why I remember it is because when we walked out of the movie theater our car was no longer in the parking lot. Oh my And God. so when we walked out our car was no longer in the parking lot. Um, someone had come and stolen our car and we had moved houses only and the house we moved from was only like five minutes from the house that we were now in, but we had moved within the last, it was, it would, it had to have been like a month. So like none of our like register, like everything was still registered to our old house. We were still very much in the process of moving. And so what the people actually did is because we were at the movies, they assumed we wouldn't be home. And so then they found like our address somewhere in our car, like either on the, on a piece of mail or on our registration <gasps> or something. And so they went, they actually went to our old house where renters were and they like stole all of their stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. That's insane. So we had to like call a friend to come and like pick us up from the movie theater. And this was like, what 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 did Attack of the Clones come out like 2002, 2001? Yeah, so, like there yeah. were no cell phones. Like we just had to like <laughs> we were waiting there forever, and so oh I gosh. don't remember watching the movie in the theater. <laughs> but I know that I went to the theater to watch it because when we came out, our car was gone. Oh my god, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, but I have to say, Attack of the Clones is the prequel that I watched the most. 
growing yes. up. I would Same. watch the original trilogy, and then Attack of the Clones was kind of the only prequel that I would watch. I don't have a lot of yes. like I I remember that I I know that I watched a Phantom Menace, but I don't know that I like watched it on repeat as much as Attack of the Clones. Mostly because you know I was like an eight or nine year old girl, and Anakin and Padme falling in love was like the most romantic thing that could ever so happen. Dreamy. It was so dreamy. Like it was amazing. And so yes, that one was on repeat. <laughs> as far as Revenge of the Sith, um my fa- when I was growing up, my family had a very strict rule that A, you couldn't watch a PG-13 movie before you were 13, and B, the only exception to that rule is if you had read the book before. So like I watched Lord of the Rings before I was 13 because I read the book because I was stubborn and my parents told me I couldn't watch it until I read the book. So I read it in like fifth grade. But Revenge of the Sith like didn't have a book to read. So it was just like, I love Star Wars. I've watched five Star Wars movies and there's one Star Wars movie that I can't watch. And if anyone knows me, I'm a very stubborn person. And so people just constantly telling me this is one thing that I cannot do. Just maybe want to do it like 10 times more. Oh yeah. And so the year of sixth grade, um, we had moved to a new, we had moved to a new house, like kind of like a different town closer to my parents, to my grandparents in fifth grade and fifth grade was super rough and I got like bullied like all of fifth grade. And so I begged my parents, I made this whole PowerPoint and I was like, I should be homeschooled and here is why. And for some reason, my parents did it. Which was a terrible idea. Like, me, who I am as a student, should never have been homeschooled for a year. But I was. (laughs) And me being homeschooled for a year resulted in me being home a lot when I was, like, 12. Again, that's not a situation any 12-year-old should be in. So, one of the times when I was home alone and 12, I decided that that was my time and I was going to watch Revenge of the Sith. And I, I don't know if it was, like... I just couldn't handle it when I was that little or if it was like all the hype up or what, but I remember watching it and like, I was terrified and I was like (laughs) scarred for life. Like to the point where like, I continued to watch and love star Wars, like always have always will. And I don't think I've revisited revenge of the Sith until like the last couple of years of my life. Oh my God. Like I just like really funny. (laughs) Did not watch it again. I mean, like, to be fair, like that scene of like Anakin literally burning. It was that is... scene. It was it <laughs> was the so scene of scary. him burning, and it was the scene of him literally walking around murdering children. Like I'm sorry that yeah, he as a 12 year old found that very disturbing. No, that's like a very it's a very dark movie, like for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which okay, you know the whole thing about how like the oldest kid always has like the most strict rules and the youngest kid yes. can do whatever they want, right? I am the so eldest, yes. I am also <laughs> the oldest kid. I'm the oldest of seven children. So oh, my wow. baby sister right now, she's only seven. And mind you, I was 12. I was scarred. All that stuff. We remember the story. It was three seconds ago. My baby sister, my whole family, like all of my siblings had like a Star Wars movie marathon watched all the movies and I asked my sister which one of was her was her favorite she's like seven and she was like um probably either Revenge of the Sith or The Last Jedi and I was like I'm sorry what oh my gosh arguably like some of that movie and why is some of my favorite (laughs) the darkest one I'm like a little um, worried about my sister 
probably but the darkest fine. one. That's my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, so funny. That was like my relationship with the prequels for a really long time. Um, but for me, the Clone Wars was like where it was at. Like I was the the prime age that like Clone Wars was preaching to, and so. We would, we didn't have cable at our house, but we had it at my grandma's house. And so we would record, we could like, you you could like set up what, like you could record every episode of a show. And so we recorded every episode of Clone Wars. And so me and my brother and like my sister too, but my sister is four years younger than me. So she was like a little bit young. So she doesn't have as many like, oh, Clone Wars, like memories. She still thinks it's cool, but like not the same like that me and my brother have. Yeah, for sure. And so we would watch every single episode. We would go through. And I think by the time I was about, I'm not exactly sure how old I would have been, but it was about like season four or five when I stopped watching that I was just like, I just like kind of like, I don't know if we just stopped recording it or what, but when I went, I just recently, this past summer, went back and, like, rewatched all of Clone Wars, like, in a, re- like in a really quick chunk. And, it, like, when I got to the ends of that, and I was like, okay, I don't remember these episodes. Like, I don't have any memory of this. And it was yeah. kind of, I, I honestly think it was that droid arc that we stopped watching. And I was like, what is <laughs> happening to the show? And then, like, I didn't watch that arc, and then I never came back. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that droid arc. But it's fine. But yeah, so <laughs> Star Wars, so like during that era, like there wasn't a lot of Star Wars content outside of Clone Wars, but Clone Wars I definitely yeah. consumed uh, kind of up until that point. Um, my brother also really loved Star Wars, so it was like a point for us like to connect. As far as like legends and like Star Wars books go, I have, books haven't really been a medium that I have consumed Star Wars through very often i've been kind of getting back into it more like with the del rey books but not as much definitely um i mean i'm an english like i'm an english major so you would think that i would read more of star wars books but i really don't um (laughs) so i mean like when it's your major it's like not for fun anymore you know what i mean like books i've read for fun in the last yeah okay actually i've read like both queen shadow and Leia, Princess of Alderaan, in the last like three weeks, oh, but that's because I had the audiobook and I had like two road trips in there, so like that was a lot. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, but so like as far as legends, like my brother read a lot more of it, and so we would talk about it, and so I kind of got it like more through osmosis. Like I knew who Mara Jade was, like I knew that like Han and Leia had some kids, and like I knew that Luke and Mara Jade got married. Like just kind of like those like very key like the big points that everybody knows from yeah legends i knew and i was like okay i know this but like that was kind of the extent of like my deep dive into legends um and then so then there's like the famous dark years where nothing was happening there was no clone wars disney hadn't signed and so it was one of those things where like i loved i still loved star wars like it was still like a movie we would put on i would still watch it but there wasn't a lot to consume and so i wasn't consuming it as much um i mean honestly that was also like (laughs) the height of marvel and like avengers came out my freshman year of high our freshman year of high school and like 
I was 100% like that girl on Tumblr who was like, Loki is so hot. I love Steve Bucky. <laughs> like all that jazz. Like that was that so me. Much. I was very into Marvel. Like I still do love Marvel, but like. Oh yeah, for sure. Not in the same way that I did when I was, you know, a 14 year old, very obsessed with it. So like, yeah. it was kind of like, a, that was my main thing. And Star Wars was just kind of there because there wasn't anything new to consume. Um, yeah, exactly. And then, as you'll know, Disney Disney bought Star Wars. We have a whole new Disney era. Bless. Um, and so, Force Awakens came out like I'd had one semester of college, and then Force Awakens came out, yep. and I wasn't on. I wasn't really active on Twitter, like in any capacity, and like let alone Star Wars Twitter. And so, I think I actually. I can't remember if I waited and saw it with my family or if, like, the end of my semester worked out that, like, by the time I got home, I watched... I know that I watched it with my family. I can't remember if I watched it, like, opening night or if I waited to watch it with my family because yeah. I wasn't really at risk of getting spoilers because I wasn't in a realm where, like, Star Wars was going to be spoiled for me. Yes. Um, and I just remember, like... I just remember being blown away and just like tearing up when Star Wars like came on the screen for the first time. And I was like, yes. I did not in my life think that we were going to get more Star Wars movies. I did not. Yeah. Like I remember watching the Force Awakens trailer when it came out and like, and yes. like, I like, as soon as it came out, like I threw it up on my TV, like I grabbed my whole family. We were all wa- like Star Wars is very much a family thing for me. And like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have six other siblings, and I have, like, basically force-fed them Star Wars, and I'm lucky that they also love it. And I'm just like, you need to love this. And luckily, they do. (laughs) Um, So I, like, grabbed my whole family, and I was like, we're watching this, you know? And, like, Finn pops up. You have the Millennium Falcon. Like, I just remember that trailer so, so distinctly. And, like, watching the movie, like, of course I had to wait with my family. All that jazz. Um, I think... When Rogue One came out this, the next year, I did the same thing, I believe. I I know that I watched it with my family. I think I ended up being able to watch it opening night. I was able to come home, like, just the way my classes worked. And actually, for, for Rogue One, I had, like, been bugging my mom and been like, you need to buy tickets for us. Because, like, hi, there's nine people in my family and I was a sophomore in college I wasn't gonna be paying that bill and so it was kind of like I know you need to spend your own money on this but like I really need you to buy these tickets so that we can sit and watch this opening night and my mom is like not like she will support us in our endeavors but is not like I need to watch Star Wars kind of person and so she was like do we watch it like opening night like can't we just go tomorrow there's more open seats and I was like no we cannot like are you no, kidding we me? can't wait. Like... You know, and it wasn't even like a spoiler thing. It was just like a we need to be watching this opening night. And so I remember yeah, my absolutely. mom texting me and being like, "Oh, like I just found like this one showing at like eleven o'clock, and there was the whole back row open, and so I just I bought all the tickets. Like all of us are going, all that jazz. Oh, no. And so she buys them, oh, no. and then like ten minutes later, she texts me like, "Wait, Brooklyn, I think it was the front row," and I was like. Oh no. Uh, and I was like, I mean, I don't care, but like it was a rough one, like watching Rogue One. Like, yeah. 
like with your neck like just like like we were basically staring (laughs) straight up at the screen and i was just like oh this is rough but like we're still doing it because it's star wars and it's like all my siblings right yeah and like yeah i don't think i had a good experience watching rogue one in the theater like i watched it i think three times and every time there was something else that was happening like i watched it again that break and it was just like my brother and my sister and we were like so tired we fell asleep like all three of us fell asleep in the movie and we and like we woke up because people were leaving and we're like uh okay that just happened and like something else happened in the other one but yeah so like i love rogue one to death but i did not have a good time watching it in the theater (laughs) but like yeah so then the last jedi I wasn't going to be able to, I, I knew that I was going to be able to go home to watch it. Like it, my semester ended like a week later that year. And I like would have had to leave before my classes end to watch it with my family. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. I like bought a ticket by myself. And then a friend bought a ticket that was like in the general proximity to me. And then a like super nice guy ended up switching with us. Cause he was like also like, bought a ticket by himself and so we got to sit next to each other but like i just remember like walking out of the theater the last jedi and i was like that was beautiful like i was just in absolute awe i was in absolute (laughs) love with everything that happened and that was also when i had a movie pass the glorious time in my life when i had a movie pass so i watched it four times opening weekend Oh my! I just the kept, weekend yes, of. the weekend up. Like not just four times in the theater. Like I watched it, and like I had like a weird class. I basically had a lot of free time on my hands, and I could get into the movies whenever I wanted, once a day. And like it was one of the only times that I have a movie pass. I was like, really, it's only once a day. Like, why can't I go to more? So I went. Like, yeah, I know. Seriously. I went that Thursday night when it came out. I went immediately again that Friday morning. And then Saturday. Yeah, because you have to see exactly. it like right after. Uh, Saturday I went again. And I think by that next Monday I also went. Or it was either that Monday or Tuesday. I went again and I saw it in the theater. That's yeah. incredible. So. And I I was just like. I was just in absolute awe of it. And it was this. It was this like strange juxtaposition for me. Because I remember coming out of Force Awakens and loving it. And I came out and pretty much that was the general consensus that at least I heard. That was like. That was great. It was kind of the same as A New Hope, but in a good way and in a different kind of way. And it was really good. Everyone liked it. And it was kind of a general consensus. And as we know, that was not the case <laughs> for the last day. Oh, my, yeah. We have the we have the Star Wars truthers oh, up in yeah. here trying to tell us that it was no, not a good Star Wars movie. Jedi. Like, oh, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. But I walk out of this movie and I'm just like, that was amazing like that is everything I wanted like yeah. it was so Star Wars while still being like so fresh and so new and like absolutely yes. loving it and I walked out and like people didn't like it as much and like I had people in my classes Shocking, that were like oh that was a terrible movie and it was you could tell it was kind of the people <sighs> who were like they were already in the realm of like those are the people they were consuming content with you know Yes, and yeah, I literally sure. there was one week left of my classes, which meant I had about like, yeah, so it was about a week, and I spent the entire week because everyone's talking about the new Star Wars movie that comes out, and I was like, 
yelling at people in hallways and like yelling at people before class started and <laughs> I, I was just so like much. people like oh the last night I so bad I'm like oh really it's so bad what don't you like about it and they'd be like uh I didn't like like Finn and Rose's like whole thing like what is even the point of Rose and I'd be like all right let's oh talk about my- this and I was like and I would just go oh off I spent like the rest of the semester and I was just like try and tell me that last night is a bad movie and I will prove you wrong tell me that it's a bad Star Wars movie don't even try oh my it. god we literally need to get like buttons for ourselves that say TLJ Defense yes. Squad or something on them. But... Like truly, because I was I was in those oh, trenches yeah. with you. Like I really was. Like it was not no. a good time. Like on the internet to and be a Star Wars fan. I actually wasn't really in Star Wars Twitter that much. Luckily, because I think I might have gone insane if I had had. Oh, this, if I was, yeah. I was yelling at people <laughs> in real life. Like I cannot imagine what would have happened if I was trying to be on the internet yelling at people during yeah. the but so last Jedi happened and then we get to solo and i have such a like weird roundabout relationship with solo because ooh, there was the whole like boycott because of the last jedi thing and so i was like i'm going to love this movie like i don't care what you guys say like you guys are just boycotting it because you don't know what good Star Wars is. Like, and you guys are just a whole bunch of dude bros. Like, I was ready to, like, go down with the solo ship, right? And so I go and I watch Solo. I actually brought a friend that she'd, like, never seen a Star Wars movie before. And I was like, do you want to just come to Solo with me? And she was like, I mean, yeah, sure. She's like, I don't know anything about Star Wars. And I'm like, honestly, this is the one you're going to want to watch because this you need no like context for this and so yeah we go we watch solo and i walk out and i was just like that was just a genuinely fun film and i was just i was i was just like i really enjoyed it like and i know that there's gonna be people who don't like it and who don't you know just for, because yeah, of the last sure. jedi and so i was ready to kind of fight people on it because i'm i tend to fight people um and so <laughs> we get to solo and I literally, I went to Solo, and then I think the next day, I was, like, at work, and I just kind of started an office job, so I had a lot of time where I was, like, I need, like I wanted to find more podcasts. I, I Like, I needed stuff to listen to, because I was going to be at our desk all day. Yes. And so, I I think I, like, went into the break room, and I just Googled feminist Star Wars podcast, because I was, like, I love podcasts, love and I love Star Wars, <laughs> and I don't want to listen to a podcast that's just a bunch of white dudes telling me why I should hate Solo. And so, uh, like, that was my way of finding something that wasn't that. (laughs) And so I found something (laughs) and, like, it was, I don't know. I don't know how I got, like, I know that I, like, scrolled past other things. Like, I don't know, but I ended up listening to Rebel Girls' um, analysis Mm -hmm. of Solo after it. And I loved it. And I and I listened. Their podcast isn't around anymore, but I listened to it until it ended. I was a Patreon until it ended. Um, and Jess and Amanda did some really great stuff on there. And like, it it was it was like a a wormhole snowball from listening to Rebel Girl on to like where I am today. <laughs> and so it was like this. Like I listened to Rebel Girl, and so I followed Jess and Amanda on twitter and then from there i would see the people that they would like interact with and retweet and so then i ended up like following more people and just kind of like slowly like 
putting my feet down like into Star Wars Twitter because I had had a Twitter and I was active on my Twitter, but it was much more of like a, I don't know, like a personal thing. Like it was mostly just like a few people that like I knew, like that was kind of it. And so I was kind of like getting myself into like the Star Wars Twitter realm to the point where like now my, my, I mean, I'm now starting my own Star Wars podcast and my, my Twitter is like 90% Star Wars. <laughs> to the point where like sometimes yes. people will be like hey i found you on twitter like in real life and I'm like okay so it's like 80 percent star wars so like that's up to you if you want to follow me <laughs> just warning just you, warning right you. Now. <laughs> yeah and like from there i found <laughs> sky talkers like shout out to charlotte and caitlin <sighs> love them yeah. they're, they're so amazing. great <laughs> um and yeah and so just like fo- like kind of falling down that wormhole to where I'm at today where like I don't just follow these people like I am friends with people I you know we talk about Star Wars love Star Wars I love listening to other people's podcasts and it's so nice to like know who you know like I know who people are when I'm listening to their podcasts and so it's really nice and so like yeah it it makes it feel like you're like having like a real conversation with them exactly exactly it's so great and so and kind of in listening to feminist podcasts about star wars i you know got into more like the star wars rep matters and like all of that great stuff and so that kind of got like i still like got me to where i am today with solo because i do have a lot of issues with solo and but i but my issues are my own and they're not like I'm boycotting this because I don't like The Last Jedi. It's like, um, hi, Val and Beckett's roles should have been switched. Like, you don't kill Tandy Newton in the first 20 minutes of your movie. Preach. What are you doing? <laughs> and like, hi, you don't have your first black woman headlining your movie and then kill her. Like, the whole stuff with like L3 and L3 Kira and putting her in, yeah I'm putting her in the fount like ugh there's so many things that I'm just like please stop like put a woman in your like writer's room yes. put like people of color in your writer's room yes put queer people in your writer's room. like please 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 yes. please stop yeah. like and so I have like this full circle like I love Solo for like what it did for me personally and yes. like it got me to where I am today in a weird way and like it got me into the like the realm and the friend like legitimate friendships that I have online and all of that but at the same time like solo is the Star Wars movie that I have the most issues with and then Which I have the so hardest fair. time going back and being like like I have small issues. I have issues with every- like there are things I would change and nitpick and talk about, and I'm sure we will get to eventually on this podcast about every single Star Wars movie. But Solo is the one that I have the hardest time being able to let go of those and rewatch. I yes. have I. It is much harder for me to just be like, I have these issues, but I'm still gonna watch it, and it's a fun movie. Solo is one where I'm just like, uh, please, uh, let me like rewrite <laughs> your movie for you. Give yeah. me twenty minutes of your script, and it will be better. Yeah. But, like, yeah, and so getting into, you know, Star Wars, Twitter, all that jazz, and just being friends with a lot of people and watching them make their own podcasts and, you know, watching people who, I don't know, they just, they love Star Wars and they have their own, and they made podcasts about it and it wasn't, didn't have to be perfect and it was just, it was great. And so, yeah, 
I give a shout. I could give a big shout out to lots of different podcasts that I love, you know. And so, like Rogue Prodron and Sa- like Sapphic Skywalkers and Sky Talkers yes. and you know Rebel Girl, even though it isn't there anymore. And like Lousy Beautiful Town, I love Abby oh, and Jess. Oh my and, like, gosh! Just yes. all the people. Like I have so many Star Wars podcasts that like I owe a lot to because like yes. those those are how I made friendships and those are like why we're sitting here making this pod right now. Yeah, so, like, I literally I literally think I saw them. you interacting with like Sky Talkers or something online and I was like, you know what? And I went and I like looked at your bio and I was like, I feel like we're very similar. And I literally just followed you from that. I was like, I feel like we're similar and just clicked follow. And that's literally and like here we are. <laughs> and here we are making our own podcast. Like literally Star Wars exactly. podcast brought us to our own Star Wars podcast. So shout out to Charlene Caitlin. There are Star Wars yes. god moms yes. us together. <laughs> oh my gosh, bless. Okay, Delaney, I think it's your turn. Tell us your Star Wars story. Okay, my Star Wars story. So I, my parents were, my dad was like lukewarm about Star Wars. I mean, like he grew up in like the Mm -hmm. prime time where like there was like the toys and the action figures. Yeah. So, and if grandma, if you're listening to this, I still want that vintage Landspeeder and C-3PO. So please (gasps) give that to me at some point. Um, If you're listening to this grandma- yeah please please like put that in the will for me um before we you <laughs> know get I into want. anything else yeah just literally that's all i, I want, um, want Peter. <laughs> yeah um but my grandparents you know i've talked to them a lot and they were like yeah we went when it opened and it was literally like unlike anything we had ever seen before and it was so mm-hmm. cool and so revolutionary and i remember watching i don't know why it wasn't a New Hope or Return of the Jedi since all of those had been out for a while by the time I was actually mm-hmm. consuming Star Wars but I think Empire was the first one I remember watching and truly I mean like it is my favorite Star Wars movie for a lot of reasons but it was like love at first sight for me like it was yeah very much so like I fell in love and that's where like my love for Han and Leia Leia like especially I mean like I could literally like we might have to have just a podcast dedicated to Leia because I could literally go on forever um oh we will definitely have more than one episode about (laughs) yeah I that to me like that was like I was like oh my goodness this amazing female character in this movie I am in love and I remember watching that and I loved it and I don't I don't have like distinct memories of watching um, Return of the Jedi, but I do have memories of watching A New Hope. And mm-hmm. I I was also, Brooklyn mentioned, but I was born in 97, so did not get the, the privilege to watch any of the requels in the theaters. Um, but we had like this super random copy of Attack of the Clones on VHS. And again, love it for sight for me. Like, yeah, because it's that middle, it's that amazing middle chapter where you know, you haven't seen Anakin and Padme, you know, fall apart and you haven't seen any of that happen. And it's still, you know, everything is still happening. It's like still going well, you know, they get married. It's still pretty peaceful. And so honestly, sometimes I'll watch that movie and just pretend that nothing, nothing happens happened, after yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. They just live I'm happily like, ever after. They get married in a yeah. And then nothing yes. bad happens to Anakin and Padme ever again. Yeah. I literally will watch that movie and be like, Okay, and nothing else after. Like, that's it. Um, oh, yeah. Because oh, it is I still just... <laughs> my favorite prequel. Like, I understand yeah. why people love, like, The Phantom Menace and they love Revenge of the Sith, but, like, Attack of the Clones is my favorite prequel by far. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so after watching that, I watched that as a kid occasionally. Um, and I was mentioning this to Brooklyn earlier, but 
when I think when I was like entering like grade school, junior high, the fandom aspect and like my love for Star Wars, like it's always there, but it kind of went dormant a little bit just because it's like, it wasn't really like quote unquote cool to like Star Wars and me being the person who opts to fly under the radar in most situations. I was like, you know what? What are people liking these days? Twilight? Okay, we'll like Twilight. Like I just like things. Yeah, it's like, we'll just- We'll just like no things shade that to is- Twilight. Like that was yeah. that was a time in pop culture. <laughs> we were like twelve. Let us have Twilight. Yeah, seriously. Um, and so it wasn't really until like I was going into high school, and it was you know the news broke that Disney acquired Lucasfilm, and that was finally where I was like, oh, we're definitely getting new Star Wars content. Like they would not oh, buy yeah. this franchise unless they were planning on making a ton of money off of it. And Can so at that point, I would imagine if Disney just like bought Star Wars and they're just like, <laughs> okay, yeah, we're done. like that was it. We just, we just oh wanted our tours to be better. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> like, that was all they did. <laughs> I would be shook. I would be floored if that was what happened. That would um, be such a move. <laughs> that would be a power move, honestly. Like, we're not that. doing that, Disney. We wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, and so I started getting obviously more involved. I started rewatching the movies again. Because I was like, I have to like prepare myself for when the new content comes. And so I think it was around, I definitely didn't start watching Clone Wars when it was coming out, but I think it was around my like junior year of high school. And the guy that I was dating at the time, who is now my husband, um, Yay. yeah, tr- Star shout Wars to brought us husband. together. Yeah, sh- yeah, shout out to Pod Husband. Star Wars literally brought us together. Like, I know people like cheesy, they say cheesy shit like that, but I literally am not even joking. Like, Star Wars legit brought us together. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, if so- you need help differentiating us, Delaney's <laughs> the married one. I'm the one who will probably be single forever. So, oh my God, shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not about me. This is your Star Wars story. Please continue. <laughs> So he had asked me if I had seen the Clone Wars and literally I'm going to say this and it makes me sound so dumb in hindsight, but this is literally what I said. He was like, have you seen this animated show, the Clone Wars? And I was literally like, how is an animated show going to, to going to enhance my love of these movies? Like I literally said that I was like, how, like, I don't understand. How like, literally you knew. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm not even joking. I ate my words immediately like i mm-hmm. literally watched the first episode and i was like this is incredible and like, all right yeah it's, it's here yeah like we get ahsoka we get like more in-depth look at anakin and padme and obi-wan and us and like all these characters and like we get <sighs> like Clone satine wars. and we get like all these amazing characters Trust and me, like friend, i fell we will in love get to, we will get to Clone wars yes and i fell in love Deep with Plo Koon, and i love him so much yes me too there are, like, a literally few like star wars characters that like are not big they're not main but like they just have a special place in my heart Plo Koon is yes. one of them Bail Organa is yes, one of I, the other ones yes Both yeah I literally love them and after watching the Clone Wars that was really like okay I'm hyped on Star Wars like my fandom is like reinvigorated and I have this like newfound love for the prequels and the characters and the story and I think honestly like for me because prior to that it was definitely like I don't know. I had this concept of, oh, if you want to be considered a true Star Wars fan, you have to hate the prequels. Like, that was, like, the narrative, like, I was hearing yeah. a lot online. And my, and like, my boyfriend at the time, he was like, have you watched this? And I was like, oh, it has to do with prequel era. And I was, like, trying to play it no. off, like, oh, like, I'm a real Star Wars fan. Like, I don't watch prequel era stuff. Like, yeah, no, and, like, now- I stopped watching the prequels because, like, yeah. prequels are bad. 
Yeah, and it sounds so stupid because those I love those movies now. Like I literally like love prequel content and I feel so like dumb for even thinking that, but I definitely like was not I wasn't like allowing myself to form my own opinion on oh, yeah. how I consumed those movies. Um so when The Force Awakens came out and I distinctly remember watching the trailer too. I believe the teaser dropped on Black Friday. Um, I think it did. It was a it was a holiday. I know there was a holiday. Yeah. So like people were yes. around. And so you could yeah. like grab anyone near you and be like, we are yes. watching this immediately. Yeah, I believe they were like TFA pre uh, like TFA teaser dropping on Black Friday. And I remember like literally like having my notifications for Star Wars Twitter like turned on. I was like oh, yeah. ready. And I literally think I watched it like literally i think i was meeting someone for coffee and when i met them they were like have you seen the have you seen the teaser i'm like i've literally watched it 50 times i'm not exaggerating like like I just, <laughs> yeah i'm like what do you mean have you i there. seen it like <laughs> um and so when the tickets were rolling out and they did this for tlj in a few theaters and i'm really sad that they didn't do this like as a nationwide release because i was really hoping they would but for tfa i think it was because it was like the first movie of the sequel trilogy so they right. were really trying to like promote it so in a lot of the theaters they did a seven movie marathon leading up to tfa and you would basically like watch all the movies in order so like one through six and then like at six or seven p.m so like when all the other theaters were starting you would also start um the force awakens oh and my so goodness. i could not okay could literally not. My friend, it literally started at like 3 a.m. And I'm literally sitting in the chair in the theater at 3 a.m. Like trying, trying to watch The Phantom Menace. Like I'm literally like, I think I slept through the majority of The Phantom Menace. Not because I wanted to, but because I physically could not keep You're myself You're like, this awake. has to be my nap movie. Yeah, I literally was like, I have to strategically nap. No shade to The Phantom Menace. I just have to strategically nap so I can like, because I And this is the wanted- point to do it. Wait, yeah. Wait, so, like, wait, so did it go? How did it go? What order did uh, we watch it in? It was one through six. So like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, okay. So you started with The Phantom Menace. So because I was like, I want to be awake for the originals, not because I'm like, oh, originals are better, but just because like I love Empire. And so I wanted to be like, Also, like you know, that's regular daytime. You should probably- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, when those were happening, it was like not three in the morning. Yeah, so- it was like time for you to be awake. <laughs> yeah. The only so- thing- that I've done, like, was even close to that is when the the, the second part of Harry Potter came out. I wa- oh I God. just watched Deathly Hallows Part 1, and then it immediately went into Deathly Hallows Part 2. That was, that's the only, oh and, like, doing that, I remember being, like, that was a lot. So, like, I cannot imagine. I, I literally wanted to do it so bad for The Last Jedi, and honestly, thinking about it now in hindsight, if I had done that... The emotions, like, because The Last Jedi, like, emotionally decimated me, like, in so it many ways. It is a heavy movie to watch. It is. It's really hard to watch. Like, honestly, like, after it came out on DVD, like, I've watched it, like, multiple times. But honestly, I really, like, that and Rogue One are ones that I have to, like, stagger watching because they take a lot out of me emotionally to watch them. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we did that marathon. And literally, by the time we reached The Force Awakens... As the Lucasfilm, not even Star Wars, like as the little Lucasfilm logo was yeah. going across the screen, I immediately started sobbing. Like literally my friend can like attest to this. I was just, for the first 10 minutes, like, I mean, obviously there was like important stuff happening, but it wasn't anything like crazy. And like for the first 10 minutes, I'm just like quietly like weeping, like in the, in my seat. Um, and I was in such denial for one reason. And the reason is because when I'm sitting there, 
I'm like, I hope that this thing that I read on on Twitter is not true. And the thing that I read on Twitter was that Han <laughs> died. And if Sad. you know me, Sadness. if you know me, you know that Han is literally one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars. I love him so much. And I also love Harrison Ford. So yeah. it just like, they go hand in hand I... for me. Because I was not, again, I was not on Star Wars at this time. So I did not have any spoilers going into this. I had no context for like. I envy you. <laughs> But, um, like, when Han's death happened, like, he gets a lightsaber through the chest, falls into yeah. a chasm. Like, we yeah. watch Starkiller Base blow up, and it was not until the credits rolled that I was like, Oh my god, yeah. That I mean, happened. He's not coming back. Like, I don't yeah. know. I just, I, I remember being in the theater and being like, Wait. Wait, but, like, he can come back. Like, yeah. I literally spent I was like, so this much is hours. Star Wars. Yes. He, he can come back. He I literally not. spent so sorry, many hours being like, I'm back. like, is there is there any possibility of a Han Force ghost? I know there's not, but can God please let there be a possibility of a Han Force? Like I need him. Like, I need him. Like, yeah, I'm like, I know it's not possible, but also can it be possible? Um, yeah, I remember and like I don't even know, but I one of my weird things that I like. I don't know. I enjoy just like reading replies to tweets. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just really like reading replies. Thing. And so, yeah. And so I just was like, oh, a Disney tweet with like, it was like two or three days prior to the release. And I like click on it and no, like the and bottom, the last reply. The, yeah, I scrolled and the last reply says Han dies. And I literally spent the three days leading up to that movie trying to convince myself that that was a fake spoiler and that it didn't happen. It did happen. Unfortunately for me, I was a like teary-eyed puffy-faced mess for like basically the rest of the movie because that's like pretty close to the end so it's like you know that happens and then it's basically very very emotional for the rest so that was that was a very emotional movie for me I loved it though I immediately loved it um it was true love like upon first viewing and I I honestly I want to say and this was when I was, like, in high school or in college. So, like, I was still, like, I was still, like, I wasn't I wasn't going to school far away. So, my parents were, like, still nearby. So, I went to see it, I want to say, six or seven times in the theater. I'm not, like, like, don't quote me. But <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's some, amazing. Somewhere around there. And I literally got to the point where I was, like, quoting the movie, like, oh, at yeah. the end. Like, like, because it's, like, I had seen it so many times in such a short amount of time that I was, like, it was just in my brain yes um and then cue to the next year and we get rogue one and i if i'm being completely honest like i love the trailer and i love the concept for it but it wasn't i didn't really feel like the same amount of hype that i did leading up to the force awakens because right. it wasn't which is fair i didn't really, yeah like i didn't i didn't know what to expect because yeah. it was the first star wars movie we've ever gotten that wasn't an episode so yeah. i was like i don't really know what to expect and i um, like loved it so much and I remember the one the reason that I remember it so vividly is because it came out and then like a little less than two weeks later was when Carrie Fisher passed away and so yeah. I remember seeing it and then I remember seeing it after she passed away and that scene at the end just completely ruins me because I see that and I'm just you know I just it kills me I get so emotional when I see that and so that to me oh, yeah like her, you know, her passing and that movie coming out are intrinsically linked in my brain. Yes. And so 
that to me, I think is why it's also hard for me to watch that movie yeah. just because it's really hard for me to think about that. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I love Rogue One. I love Rogue One. Loved it so much. And I it's literally, so I'm so excited we're getting a Cassian show for Disney Plus. Oh, like, I could scream about I'm so excited. I love, I love Diego Luda. I love Cassian. Same. Like, I want more of that era. Like, his character is so good. Oh, I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited. I, I am so excited about that. And that was like, honestly, like, when that came out and then prior to, like, The Last Jedi, like, that was when I started getting involved in like online fandom. Yeah. And I remember it was around the time of like um, Celebration Orlando. Yeah. And I remember like literally like, so that was when I was just, I was like online college student. So I literally just posted up in front of my laptop and just watched the live feed like from start to finish like each day. Yeah. And I was like on my phone at the same time, like on Twitter, like scrolling through the hashtag. And that's honestly where I found like a lot of people that I follow today because yeah. I kept seeing like the same names and I was like, oh, oh this like, is a person they, that I would need to. Yeah, I was like, following. oh, yeah, I was like, oh, they like tweet about Star Wars like frequently. Like, I want to see this content. Yep. Um, and I think I'm pretty sure that's how I found Sky Talkers, and that was like the first Star Wars podcast that I started listening to, and that really like sent me down the rabbit hole of like basically just star wars podcasts in general huge i know that you already said this but huge shout out to charlotte and caitlin we just love Um, you guys okay (laughs) yeah okay like literally yeah i love them so much they like when i listen to their episodes it literally feels like i'm having a conversation with two friends and it's just so comfortable and i love it um and i remember i have distinct memories of like their episode and who talks first episode post tlj like i have yeah. distinct memories of listening to those episodes i and went just being back like, and listened to that ep- like when i found oh, sky talkers because so i found them when they did their ahsoka episode so i went oh okay. i listened to their ahsoka episode and then i i really liked it and like my bar for how i like judged people then was like how did you react to the last jedi now i'm a little yeah. more like I very much understand and honor the people who do not react the same way to Last Jedi as me. At the time, yes. that was not how I was not as generous with my thoughts. But I went yes. back and I, I was like, "All right, these Sky Talkers people, let me listen to their Last Jedi reaction." And I listened to it and I was like, "All right, yeah, these are yeah. these are good and ones. I, I can listen to them." And for me, it was really validating because even though I had like one other friend at the time, like post TLJ, I mean, honestly, people who were like. Like, raise your hand if before The Force Awakens, you considered yourself a Raylo. And honestly, I cannot. Oh, not at like, all. Say, like, I cannot say that I that was. was not and on my radar. No. And, and like, just, yeah, it wasn't on my radar. And I had literally one friend, like, after we left The Last Jedi, where we were like, oh, my God, I hope this happens. Like, I hope this, like, in episode nine, I hope this happens. Yeah, like, I it want completely this to changed everything. Like, yeah, I, yes. I walked into that, and if you would have told me walking out of the last jedi that i would have shipped raylo i would have been like what are you talking about there what are you what is happening and then i walked out and i was like well guess what i ship it's this yes yeah and i literally remember listening to the sky talkers episode and the who talks first episode and feeling like honestly really validated in that thought because i was like okay i'm not like because honestly there was a huge like a lot of vitriolic comments about it online and i was like am I in the majority? Am I in the minority? And then I was, was like, you know what? I don't really care. What I- yeah. <laughs> and I was like, at this point, internet? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, honestly, at this point, it's like, I don't really care, you know, which camp 
that I fall in, where, right. whether it be minority or majority, because I know that there's other people who share that same, right. you know, like they also ship Raylo. And I'm like, you know, I feel like validated by that. Yeah. But I literally walked out of The Last Jedi being like, I want Raylo to happen. I want Raylo to be canon. Also, I loved like everything in that movie. I literally had to go to bat for that Leia force flying through the air yep. scene because I could so many people were like this is not plausible and I'm like um let me give you like a five like a five page fully cited essay on why it right? is because and also like I hi was... Star Wars is a space <laughs> fantasy please stop trying to yeah. apply actual science to Star Wars it's yes. not gonna hold up and it doesn't make Star Wars any worse also like just blindly accepting that like luke's first introduction to like the force is just like oh he's like a natural but like leia who's been exposed to it for god knows how many years like is not able to like harness that same power like okay like (laughs) i'm like all right that doesn't make sense but go off i guess um (laughs) yeah and then um and then we get solo yeah so I also have issues with that movie. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Right. But I, prior to Solo, like, when they when they pitched that movie, again, I am a huge, huge Han Solo right. fan. Like, ginormous Han Solo fan. And when they pitched a movie that was, like, basically, like, Han Solo's origin story, and they were going to have to cast someone that wasn't Harrison other than Ford. Harrison Ford, I was, like this is going to be horrible. I'm going to hate it. Like, literally, I was, like, so just, like, not, like, I did not want to see that movie. And I was, like, very, like, anti whatever that movie was going to be for a very long time. And it honestly wasn't until I saw, like, the teaser on the trailer where I was, like, you know what? This actually looks really good. And I feel kind of dumb for judging it based off of seeing virtually nothing. Because I just was scared that they were going to tarnish this character that I had loved for so long. And I was, like, in my mind, like, for me, like, Leia and Carrie are kind of intrinsically linked and in a lot of ways for me it's Han and Harrison are too and so I'm like am I going to be able to believe that someone else is Han Solo like am I going to be able to buy it yeah and I fully walk out of that movie being like yeah that was Han Solo like 100% Alden killed it and he does not get enough credit for the work no he did because all of the issues with that are none of them are with his performance and I think that because of other issues, it just gets so muddled, and I like he does not get yes. the recognition that he needs. Yeah, and I remember, I remember going into that movie being like, Donald Glover is gonna kill it as Lando, and and Alden is going to be like, eh, as Han. Yeah. And I remember leaving that movie and being like, those were reversed for me. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember being like, Donald was like, okay, in my opinion, honestly, yeah. like he did good, but there was moments where I was like, okay, it wasn't like what I was expecting, but, like, Alden, like, killed it. Yeah. Like, did so good. So, yeah, I really, I mean, like, I definitely have my issues, but I remember, like, just, there were moments where I remember just, like, having a good time, like, the Kessel Run scene and, like, you know, just, like, various moments where I'm, like, and the, all the scenes with Emphis Nest, like, just loving that. So, there are moments Emphis where I- Nest in my life. Uh, hey, Disney Plus, Hi. can you give us an Emphis Nest series? Please and thank you. <laughs> you already have all my money. I will give you more- yeah, literally, I don't know, like, I don't know how much we have, how much more we have to we, do to sell have this to no team, but idea I can tell what you the that- price point is for Disney Plus, and, like, we do not care. We're just like, yes, we will be paying for this. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I remember, like, leaving that movie and, like, having a lot of issues with how they handled the female characters, but also being, like, this was, like, story-wise and, like, Alden-wise, I was like, this is better than what I had 
expected. It was yeah. also worse in areas that I had not anticipated. Yes. Like I had yes. not anticipated the female issue. So I was like, oh, well, that kind of caught me yep. off guard. Yep. But the things that I thought I was going to have issue great. with, I didn't. And then there were things I was like, oh, cool. This is a this is a problem now. Yeah, truly. Um, And a little over, I think it's, yeah, it's been a year now. Um, And I have post, I've tweeted pictures of it and it's also on my Instagram, but a year ago, I, and it's my only tattoo I have, but I, we, I might, we might like, I might try to tweet it again just so it's like current on my timeline. But a year ago, I wanted to get a tattoo in memory of Carrie Fisher. And so I have this, what I like to think of it is like a very like simple, classic, like continuous line. Right, it's, it's a one line tattoo, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's a one line tattoo. And it's like the basically like the shape of her hair and her head and then it goes into the, some of the details on her face but it's honestly it's just it's a black line super simple and honestly that was the moment where I was like this is like serious for me like I'm literally getting a Star Wars tattoo like this oh, yeah. is like not that you have to get a Star Wars tattoo to be like a fan no, but I no, was no, like no. whoa this is but like it was, but yours, yeah, I no. love your tattoo it's so great oh thank you yeah I I saw, I think it was in, I think it was Celebration Orlando, and one of the girls that I follow, her name's Britt, she got a gorgeous Padme tattoo, and I yeah, saw it, and I was like, I lo- shout out to Britt, we love your tattoo. Yeah, and I was like, you know what, this is gorgeous, this, like, encourages me, like, this encouraged me to get mine, right. so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it, and I found my the one I got on Pinterest, and it was a girl who had already gotten it, and I messaged her, making sure that it wasn't, like, drawn for her, because I'm not trying to, like, steal someone's right. tattoo, um and she was like no it's just like french artist and like you know he like you can like commission you can just like pay like buy a piece of his art and use his tattoo and i was like oh okay i don't want to like i just didn't want to like jack your tattoo yeah like, basically. No, um so me and this other girl have this like matching tattoo in basically so the same spot that's too so, cute. so um but yeah and i just want to like end my star wars story with saying that I literally will take a bullet for the Disney acquisition era Star Wars and don't test me because I literally will. Like, do not try me. I love everything we've gotten. And we are very big Disney era fans. We love, we love. Yes. And and it's, we are willing to think critically, but if you try to come as a hate, we're not going to be here for it. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like, oh, this is my first introduction to Star Wars. So I love it so much. It's like, no, like I've loved this for a long time and I really like what they're doing with it. And honestly, like I'm really protective of the characters too. And, yeah. you know, I want to see, I want to see like a good ending or what I feel like is a good ending. And I feel like we've gotten a lot of, I feel like we've gotten a lot of that so yeah. far. Um, crossing my fingers for nine, obviously. Please, please. Um, in a lot of There's ways. so many things I need <laughs> for nine. Yeah, I know. I definitely am really hopeful, but yeah, I... I'm very happy, like, honestly, what a time to be alive, like, in this, like, Star Wars renaissance where it's just, like, everywhere, and... The craziest thing to me is, like, when Return of the Jedi came out, it was like, cool, this is Star Wars, Star Wars is so great, it's so awesome, Star Wars is done. We get this, we get the prequel trilogy, we get Revenge of the Sith, awesome, this movie's great, Star Wars is done. And here we are, like, approaching episode nine, and, like... Star Wars isn't done. Like, we're still gonna get, like, the Mandalorian. We're getting more Clone Wars. Like, we have Star Wars Resistance that's coming. Like, more Star Wars Resistance is coming out. Like, the Cassian series, like, hasn't even started shooting yet. So it's obviously coming out after episode nine. Like, 
I just, I love yeah, that, like, yes, like, this, like, episode nine is the end of a lot of things, and it's going to be, like, the closing chapter, but it is not the end of Star Wars, and, like, that is so beautiful, and I'm so excited for that. Yeah, and we're getting Ryan's trilogy, which is Please. just I'm so I'm like I'm like foaming at the mouth. I'm literally like I like cannot wait because I mean, I, you know, I when after after The Force Awakens came out, a lot of people like people loved it, but then I heard a lot of comments of people were like it it was good, but it was too safe. Like it was a good movie, but it was too safe. And after The Last Jedi came out, People were like, it was, it took way too many risks. And it's like, what do you, okay, want? Well, what do you want from a Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, it's like, so for me, like, I liked that it was fresh. Oh, yeah. I liked that it took risks. Like, because, I mean, like, yeah, obviously, like, The Force Awakens is iconic in the fact that it is, like, just a very, like, lovable yeah. movie from, like, all angles. Like, it was a very, like, overall, like, fan favorite for so many people. And then, like, you have The Last Jedi where it, you know, pushes the limit a little bit. And I was here for that. I really liked it. Um, but yeah, I, I will go to bat yep. for Disney era Star Wars. Yes. So just, just a warning to you <laughs> listeners. Um, I will go to bat and I will take a bullet. <laughs> I will be right there behind her. This current... so good yeah. Luck that. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Good luck going through both of us. All right. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, let's segue into the story of this podcast and I'm going to pass this off to Brooklyn <laughs> because this, this was her idea which she so graciously approached me with um but i'm just gonna let her explain oh, guys. basically the conception of this, this. Is this story <laughs> let me tell you okay so <laughs> as we have said um we both have a lot of pod- star wars podcasts that we already listen to we love podcasts um i have wanted to create something in the star wars like fandom realm um, pretty much either writing or podcasting was my only two options because I don't Same. draw or anything Same. like that. Um, <laughs> Same. And I already do enough writing as an English major, so I didn't want to do that. Oh, I had yeah, no, no more brain space for Star Wars writing, um, except for my one Raylo fanfic that is sitting on my oh, thing iconic. that I'm literally turning in for an academic assignment because it's the only piece of writing I have right now. <laughs> you are a legend for that. I didn't like, even change the that. names. I just left the note at the top of my thing <laughs> and I told my professor and I was like, yes, this is a fan fiction about Ray and Kylo Ren. Don't judge me. We're moving on. And then he's just going to have to You're he's iconic. just going to have to grade it from there. So sorry <laughs> to all I of my professors. I literally am obsessed. Anyway, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I wanted to create something in the Star Wars universe. I I really wanted to create a podcast. I didn't know really know how. I didn't really know what it was going to be about. Um, I had a difficult time finding an angle that I felt like was fresh and felt like was me. And I felt like was bringing something unique to the podcasting table that was not already being done. And so I had had like a few fleeting ideas like off and on for the last little bit and none of them really panned out. I had even thought about doing like a Harry Potter one, but like that never went anywhere. Um, That one got the farthest, but it wasn't something I ended up being that invested in. And so about, what was it Delaney? It was like a week ago. 
Yeah, like literally a week ago. Yeah, it was it was not that long ago, let me tell you. Um, I messaged Delaney. Well, okay, here's what happened is I woke up at like <laughs> 6 30 in the morning. Like, and I don't wake up with very early in the morning. I Same. I just wake, I just wake up and I'm just like this is what I want to do for a podcast. And I was like, I want to call it oh a my Star gosh. Wars story podcast. I want to focus on like the stories of Star Wars. Something that is really important to me is honoring people's journeys and honoring yeah. where they're at. And so like having conversations about people, like people coming to Star Wars during, you know, people can't control when they come to Star Wars. People can't control when they come to Absolutely. any any kind of fandom. And so I think that it, Absolutely. you know, there's a, especially in Star Wars, it's like, well, if you weren't at the theater in 1977, you aren't a real Star Wars fan, you know? And it's like, well, hi, I wouldn't be born Which is for just... 20 years. So sorry. Or 30. I can't do math. I'm an English <laughs> yeah, major. Truly. I can't do math. Don't quote me on my math. Um, <laughs> and so that's something that like has been on my mind for a couple of months. And so I just woke up one day about a week ago. It was last Friday. So it was not even a week ago. And I was like, this is what I want. This is what I want it to be called. This is what I want it to be. I like created a Twitter that morning. Like this is all in my bed. I hadn't even gotten out of bed yet. I just like grabbed my laptop. I like very, very poorly Photoshop a Force Awakens poster. <laughs> like I just took the Force Awakens poster and slapped like a Star Wars story podcast on top of it, but just because I needed something. Iconic. And I created the Twitter. And then I was sitting there and I was like, what did you do it with somebody? And so then I just sent Delaney a message at like... Which honestly, like, thank you. Out of the blue <laughs> at 9.30 in the morning on a Friday, or at least my time. Delaney's a little bit ahead of me. But I was just like, all right. This this is my message that I sent her. I was like, okay, I'm probably... Oh no, you're yes, going to read it? It's my message. <laughs> I just said, okay, I'm probably crazy, but I think I have a legitimate podcast idea and I want to do it with someone. Would you be game for giving it a try? And I was like, did my, you know, Sarah's book cop out? And I was like, no, it's totally cool. This is like super random. <laughs> so, and I'm like, um, I've been dying for someone to ask me yeah. to do a podcast, so yes. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, we... In the right place, I mean, obviously, we're on the internet, so we're not even in a place, but, like, in the right place, the right time, like, friendship kind of was at that point, yes. and, like, I I don't know, we both just kind of jumped off into the deep end together, and here we are. Yeah. And... And here we are doing a literal podcast. Here we podcast. are, we're doing a podcast right now, <laughs> and it was one of, the, like, I had kind of done similar things with other podcast ideas, like, didn't really pan out, and it was Delaney messaging me back, and she was like... Okay, so I bought my mic and I was like, oh, okay, we're doing this. We're following through. We're we're literally, I bought a mic. We are doing I know. This. I was like, it's oh, I can't really happen. Because I am like one of, like, I burn really hot and fast, like, for anything. And so oh, yeah, I'm one of those yeah. people where, like, I will have a good idea and I will run with it for, like, 48 hours and then I will never touch it again because that's how I am. And so when you're like, oh, I bought a mic and I was like, oh, okay, nope, I will do the same thing. We're doing this. This is what we're doing. And, like. I'm so yes. glad that we did. <laughs> no, yeah, no, this is absolutely awesome. no regrets. But like, that is how we got here. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I want to second that. I really do like the emphasis of telling, being able to tell other people's stories of fandom and of Star Wars because I too 
for so many years felt really invalidated in my fandom because I didn't know, like, I didn't know X amount of things about Mm -hmm. Star Wars, or I didn't know all these little niche facts, or, like, I didn't consume Legends, or I didn't, like, read these certain books. And I, I don't know, yeah, same. Yeah, and I definitely, like, I was in conversations with people where they're like, oh, well, Like, if you don't know this, then you're not a real Star Wars fan. And I know that, you know, I bet a ton of people, and especially females in this fandom, can probably attest to that story. if you Um, are listening to this podcast, (laughs) and you are a Star Wars fan, like, there is no, like, box you have to check to be a Star Wars fan. There's nothing you have to do to prove that you like something. You could have watched one star wars movie and if you enjoyed it and if you liked it even if you never watch any star wars ever again you're a star wars fan you'd like star wars that's your star wars journey it started and ended quickly and that's it and that's fine yeah i when i was still active on tumblr i remember making a post basically being like if you only like star wars because you like droids or you like you think ewoks are cute you're still a star Mm -hmm. wars fan like if you love all of the movies you're a Star Wars fan. If you only read the comics, you're a Star Wars fan. If you have seen like maybe one episode of Clone Wars but loved it, you're a Star Wars there fan. There are like, so many you don't things have to, in like... Star Wars. There's so many comics, so many shows, so many books that like, A, yes. it is rare that a person has actually like been to the depths of reading and consuming every single piece of content. And with yes. so many combinations, there is no right combination that like you have to check these yeah. specific things and then you're a Star Wars fan. It's not a thing and not don't like, believe anybody who tells you not that. everybody likes yeah like there's people who like you know like some people like like the pilot and the like the rebel like the the rebellion and other people like like the force and the jedi and then you have people who like the droids and like that so there's like there's stuff for literally every like niche of fandom like there's stuff for everyone and so I definitely don't like the narrative that if you don't love everything that star wars has ever put out then you're not a fan because that's Like, there's no way, you know what I mean? Like, you're not, like, you know, just, there's no way that you are going to love, like, love everything. Like, because there's so much stuff out there. So, yeah, when she, when Brooklyn approached me and basically was like, there's going to be an emphasis on Star Wars stories, like, our Star Wars stories, our listeners' Star Wars stories, I was immediately like, yes. Because I also consume a lot of Star Wars podcasts and I don't want to just be kind of echoing you know what I'm already hearing because I do want to bring something to the fandom I'm not an artist sadly and I write but I'm not a creative writer so fan fiction's kind of out of the window for that one and honestly after listening to Sky Talkers I was like you know what I want to do something like this and it you know for me it was like well I can't just like do this by myself because I'm just talking to myself and that's so boring and so yeah it was definitely Yes. So definitely right place, right time. Two people who wanted to do the same thing. Two people who had very similar visions, um, very yeah. similar opinions, I, I, like, you know, as well. Um, and it just worked out. And so, yeah, I'm really, I'm really, really excited to, you know, obviously, as this podcast grows, to explore oh, like, yeah. other people's stories. Because for me, that's one of my favorite parts of fandom is listening to people's, like, introduction to star wars stories what they love most about it i to me that's so important and i and also just like hearing you know stories of like people you know seeing themselves on screen for the first time in the star Star wars Wars banners people like honestly yeah it does and like yeah because like we are two 
young white girls. Like we, there's not a lot of bosses. Like we are in Star Wars. We are right there. (laughs) And yes, we've been in Star Wars since the conception. (laughs) Yep. Um, so yes, I, that is one of my goals is to get some other people on here. Yes. Some of our friends on Twitter, some people to come on here, talk about Star Wars Rep Matters, yes. talk about all of that jazz. Cause it is very, very important and we want to highlight it as much as we can. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think if you want to, we can segue into the new section. If you yeah. I was just going to say like one more thing about like the pod. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, no, 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 you're good. Um, so yeah, just we we do. We really want to honor like people's stories. And yes. so with that, like if anyone is like listening, if you know us on Twitter, like if you want to come on and do the way like at least what I'm envisioning, we want to do, you know, we're going to do a lot of like character episodes, a lot of we're probably gonna watch all the movies and do movie episodes. Yes. And so if you have a character, if you have a movie, if you have something about star wars that is especially like important to you and you want to come on the podcast like please message like either message like me or delaney directly message us like on our um podcast twitter on the podcast twitter which we will share um but yeah just let us know like we would absolutely love like we want to have guests we want to hear your star wars stories we want you to help us tell the stories of the people who are in star wars like i yeah if you want to come hang out with us in the internet in (laughs) star wars which would be amazing Yeah. So please, if you are our friend, if you want to come and hang out with us, please, please let us know. And then we can so, talk yeah. about a thing that we all love, which is amazing. Yes. And that is the point of this. We obviously like we want to critique and we want to like, I mean, hi, I'm an English major. I deep diving critiques is like our entire brand. Yeah. So we're definitely not just going to like sit here with rose colored glasses. No. But everything we do, we want it to come from a place of love. Yeah. And we want it to come from loving Star Wars, loving the stories, loving the characters. And so yeah, come come talk with us. Please. We want to hear your story. We want to hear what you think about the star story of Star Wars. Please. So, yes. Yeah. With that, <laughs> we are going to segue. Yeah. I'm sorry, you no, you're gonna do it. No. And I um stepped over you. Uh yeah, so the first little bit of news, which isn't really news, but I guess it technically Also, is. we are gonna be talking about like some potential yes. episode nine spoilers. So if yes. you don't want to hear that, um go ahead and skip to the last couple minutes of the podcast because we will be talking about what our next episode is gonna be, um, and places to find us online. Yes. So if you want to hear that, skip there. But you can skip these spoilery talks. Won't be too spoilery. Yes. But there's your warning. Uh, yeah, you. <laughs> let's just say you've been warned. <laughs> um, yes. So we are currently recording this. We are currently sitting at exactly a week before the first day of Star Wars Celebration. And yeah. because we're a week out, obviously, we don't have any concrete news. But once that comes to pass, we will have probably more news than we, we know what to deal with. We will be doing a full <laughs> yes. celebration reaction episode. Yes. I don't know where that will fall in terms of like if that will be our next episode or not, but <laughs> trust me, we will be doing it. Yeah. So obviously I will be serving as the 
um, a Star Wars Story podcast representative at Celebration. So yes, Brooklyn will be there. there. (laughs) Brooklyn will be there with me in spirit as a force ghost. I promise you. Yes, um, so if you see Delaney, I am also there. Just yes. know that. Yeah, so I will be there. This is my first celebration. I am, like, just the anxiety is, like, through the roof. Like, in the in the best way possible, but, like, super nervous. Um, just There's just so much happening that I literally just can't even wrap my brain around what we're going to be seeing. Um, yep. But, yeah, definitely, obviously, like, Brooklyn is going to be, like, following along with the news. So we're obviously going to keep, like, track of what's been announced and our reaction to that. So we will definitely cover that once celebration actually takes place. But yep. until we actually get concrete official news, we do have a little bit to speculate about. And the speculation falls on two images that were going around leaked. on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leaked on Twitter. I don't know if they originated on Twitter or if they like originated on Reddit, but yeah, I don't know where, they came from originally but i do know that i did see them they were on twitter yeah yeah so the first one that i saw was the leaked poster and then after i saw the leaked poster i saw my my personal favorite of the two images which is a lineup of seven of the characters in like their outfits basically um so brooklyn let's just talk about our thoughts on the leaked poster you can go first yeah um okay my initial reaction to this because it was i think it like kind of shared early in the morning i'm like i'm not on the west coast i'm in mountain standard time so by the time i wake up in the morning there's usually twitter has twitter has started to go like i usually have to catch up a little bit when i wake up um and this was the thing and so i'd kind of already seen all of the like you know for Ray's lightsaber, you can. It kind of looks like she taped it together. Like Kylo Ren's mask also looks like he like put it. It's not a new one. It like kind of has the same cracks in it, so it looks like he like glued it together. So there was a lot of that like fun conversation of just like, look at these two disasters. They're just taping their stuff together and surviving, <laughs> and we love them for it. Yes. Um. And so I think my initial reaction, because a lot of that reaction already had happened, is I just like looked at it and like the first thing that caught my eye was C-3PO. And so I I like I didn't even quote tweet the poster because I didn't want to like spoil it for people who follow me if they didn't want to yes. see it. But all I said was just like um you guys are seeing C-3PO, right? Like I'm not yeah. the only like I'm not hallucinating this. Like I'm not the only person. And then I think like I think like Danny was the one Danny on he um replied to me he's like wait oh my what what <laughs> and like c3po in this poster which like c3po is probably the thing that makes me think is it it is at least a little bit photoshopped like it's yeah. obviously photoshopped yeah like i think that there are definitely some elements here that are for like there are elements here that have to be from actual yes art because yes. like they're it's very new and it's very you know yes i but c3po is the thing you like C-3PO in this is wearing Chewbacca's, like, belts and holding his bowcaster, and he has Rey's staff, like, over his shoulder. Yeah, and it's, I was like, just, like, just too much. so confused, <laughs> and I'm just like, what has happened to C-3PO in, like, honestly, the, I think it's, like, a year that's gonna be, like, for, that's, like, the rumors, like, it's gonna be about a year, and I was like, 
what happened to you baby okay. are you okay c3po c3po has seen some shit okay like he has gone through it he has seen some stuff like that's my only conclusion he is strapped and he's ready to go like he's like i am he not is done messing around <laughs> yeah he's like <laughs> he's like sidelines i don't know her like right? i i am taking initiative like and honestly i think i heard like it was well before this image even leaked but people were like there's a leaked image of like C3PO with a bowcaster. And I was like, yeah, right. And then this image leaks. And I'm oh, like, I hadn't heard that. I, I think I had heard that somewhere. And I'm like, there's no way that's real. Like, are you kidding me? And then I saw this and I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> I was like, um, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I was really intrigued by what I'm assuming to be is like the Knights of Ren right now. Um, yeah. Which I'm like, like obviously. I'm conflicted because. For me, like, Knights of Ren was something like, okay, cool, like, in Force Awakens, like, I want to know more about it. But I think because, like, it was so dropped in The Last Jedi, like, it's not mentioned at all. We don't see them. There's no, like, visual cues or anything. It did kind of, like, kill my excitement for the story. And so, like, my only, like, I don't know, like, worry point about it is that, like, it's just kind of be like forced back in. Like I don't. Yeah. I, I I hope that it's natural, and that it doesn't overtake the story. Like that is a little bit of a worry for me. But yeah, I was. We'll I'm definitely worried about it. Like not feeling like cohesive, just because like obviously like with the Force Awakens, like Knights of Ren, like JJ's creation, and then we have the Last Jedi, which yep. is Ryan, and Ryan, you know, obviously focused on a lot of other things, and so I'm like almost wondering that it's like. Like, now we have JJ for the last movie, and it's, like, right. almost, like, well, this is something that I wanted to address, and it wasn't addressed, so right. now we're going to address it, and yeah. it's going to feel, like, uneven. It's definitely not, like, the last Jedi retcon that, like, people yeah. think it's going to yeah. be. Like, yeah, no. um, hi, JJ isn't going to erase, like, an entire movie. You guys are dumb. But, yeah. like, there is definitely a worry, like, I mean, very easily cycling into this, like, Rose isn't anywhere on on the poster and she's not anywhere in like the leaked like character art. And so like I'm yeah. very worried for Rose because yeah, literally I because Rose is so good and Rose is so important, but she is like the only non-legacy character that is like big that is still alive cuz like you have Holdo but like Holdo died her own tragic heroic death. But, yes. like, Rose is, like, the one who is still there, and I'm just, I am very afraid that JJ is not going to give her the treatment that she deserves because she's much more of Ryan's character, and I am very yes. worried about it, and yes, I just need Rose to be here, and I need her to be happy, and JJ, I just, I don't need anything else, like... I I need two things out of episode nine. I need Rose to get what she deserves, and I need Ray to be happy. Like I want Ray to be happy yes. with Kylo, but if she, I don't care, as long as she is happy, like that is all I want. Those are my two things. Just yes. please, please, JJ Abrams. That is all I want. Please, please, yeah. please. I just have to say that if Rose is wronged, JJ better be ready to catch these hands because I'm I... literally about to square up. Like I. <laughs> will be so angry and I agree like I would add one other I would add a third thing for me like I definitely want to see Rose included prominently like she should be and I want her to get the arc that she deserves in in episode nine I also want to see 
um, very happy. And on I actually know, you know what? I want four things to happen. Scratch okay. that. Okay. So Rose and a yes. prominent fulfilling arc for her character that she deserves. Like she deserves that. Yes. Um, Ray happy. And I honestly don't know what, you know, I don't know what form that's going to look like or what that's going to be for her, but right. I want her to be happy. I want Bendemption. I really do. Um, so do I. I I really okay. Like, can I say core. something on Ben Denshin? Yes, because please. I have like there are a lot of thoughts about Ben Denshin. There are a lot of like differing opinions of like oh yeah, you know what that looks like. What does redemption look like? You know because like Vader's is very complicated yes. because you know like there's yes. a lot of thoughts in Ben Denshin. But like my current like go like thing right now is um. I don't know if you follow Jeff on Twitter, but he tweeted something out that was just like this dumb joke about like old man. Cause it was like a, a gif of Adam driver on SNL when he was like an old man makeup. And it was oh like, old, it was, it was like old man Kylo Ren <laughs> after Ray cut him off from the forest, like trying to teach like the younglings. And like oh that just like made the wheels in my like, like legitimate wheels start turning and now what i like just the idea of ray cutting kylo off from the force it like immediately made me think of like have you watched avatar the last airbender yes i have so the end of avatar the last airbender for those who haven't watched it and i'm sorry if this is gonna spoil it for you but like you're already <laughs> listening to ix spoilers and it's been out for like 15 years so yeah i was gonna like, say like i'm still it's like, been a while no i'm can... sorry if i'm spoiling for you <laughs> there's um, okay there's no way you can spoil this show i'm sorry but like if you haven't seen it yeah sorry, i'm really sorry <laughs> but um so the end of like the big conflict is that they're going up against fire lord ozai and everyone's like ang you have to kill him like he is the most evil person he is going to be so powerful like you need to kill him in order to save the world and ang is very conflicted about that because he's an airbender and he's a pacifist and he doesn't want to kill anyone and so but like he legitimately does not see anyone other way out of it and the way that the series ends and like that big conflict which it's a three series um arc and like it's the end it's the culmination of every every single moment of the show and it comes to the moment where Aang can kill Fire Lord Ozai and he doesn't. What he does is he finds this new power within himself that he did not know he had. I believe it's been a while. Um, he might have done it before. I don't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, he takes away Ozai's bending, which is like oh. the source of all of his power. And yeah. he... he he is Ozai is no longer a firebender. He is stripped of his. He's no longer the Fire Lord. He's just one regular person. And so, in the show, the way that he deals with, you know, he has to live and face the consequences of his actions. And for him in the show, it's a kid show. He goes to jail. Like that's what happens. The bad guy goes to jail. But the moral of that is, is that he doesn't kill him. Like he he cuts him off from his source of power, but he lives. And he has to go from there. Yeah. And I have no idea what's going to happen in nine, but like that is now like a fever dream wish of mine for it to happen. Like <laughs> that has never happened before in Star Wars, but like also lots of things can happen that have never happened before. Is like True. having this, like for me, that just seems like a good way to have like 
this ability for redemption while still being like because i i do i do i ship raylo i yes. think that redemption yes. should happen but yes. kylo has also done a lot of stuff that he can't just brush over and yeah. there's not an easy way out of that and i really hope that i that uh nine doesn't take the easy way out of that like i yeah, think I that do. there would be a part of me that would be really disappointed if it did um mm-hmm. and so i obviously have no control over the story of nine but like that is my current <laughs> like spec wish like wish <laughs> is like something along those lines where he gets cut off from the force there's something that happens where he cannot have like that same kind of like untamable power over people yeah but he still and he does have the opportunity to work his way back and to be and to be redeemed but like time will tell what that will look like and he does still have to face the consequence of his action so that is where i yes. currently stand with ben Demption. so yeah, shout out to I, Steph for your dumb tweet that <laughs> made my brain work its magic i yeah i definitely don't know what i want it to look like i just know that i want it to happen yeah so i definitely like haven't really thought about how i want it to look but yeah, I, de- I don't want it to be something where it's like, oh, this is an easy path. Like, I want it to be something where it's like, you know, he has to, like, wrestle with his emotions a little bit and kind of, like, you know, reconcile, like, oh, this is stuff that I actually did and I, you know, have to, like, yeah. accept it. And, you know, like, I definitely want to see that. And the fourth and final thing that I have wanted basically since Rogue One, which is basically tied to the period of time which and when that came out, is... I want a fulfilling end for Leia's character. And oh my goodness, I, yes. I really so don't sca- I'm worried. <clears throat> I'm worried and I really can't even say what I want that to look like because I've heard so many different ideas and for me I have no I don't really, idea. Yeah, but I, I need it. Tr- truly, I don't know what I want it to look like. I just want it to be I want it to make sense for her character and I want it to honor her character yes, because absolutely. that's what she she's given so much she's given everything she could possibly give um and she deserves to have the ending that she has so rightfully earned and i because she literally like that is and i do i think that i i think that like with carrie fisher's passing like it was so hard on everyone and it did everyone so much and like it's but like we saw like if you've watched any of the behind the scenes stuff from force awakens like her and JJ had a really like special relationship and same with Brian like she helped Brian write like parts of The Last Jedi and like you can tell like there are parts of The Last Jedi where like that is Carrie Fisher's hand like writing that yes and so I think and I mean it's Princess Leia like I think that there is of like such a sense of wanting to honor that and like her daughter absolutely movie like oh yeah Billy like there is a lot there is a lot of pressure there, um, but I think I'm almost less worried about Leia's ending than I am for Rose, just because I think there is that like, yes, that I no, I agree with you. Honor of, of yeah. Carrie Fisher and of Leia's story that I think that like I, I I have no idea how I would handle it. I have no idea how they will handle it, but I do think that they will do everything to the best of their ability to get that done and i am yeah for that yeah no i no i totally agree i remember honestly even when like when she passed away and when they were like nine was supposed to be her story and everyone was like oh what is it gonna look like it's gonna be like not good and honestly i was like 
you know, there's such a reverence for the, oh yeah, like, OT characters. And, like, you can just tell, like, you know, they're not going to do wrong by those characters. Not saying that they're not going to do wrong by the sequel trilogy characters, because that's to be determined <laughs> once we see nine. But, uh, you know, the, so these worries. original trilogy characters... Yeah, I know. I'm just, like... I'm trying not to think I about it. I am so excited for episode just... nine, but I'm like also ten times more worried for it. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, I don't, I don't fear for their mistreatment of her character. I just, I just want to see it and feel at e- yes. like at peace, where I'm like, like okay, yes, you know, like happen. Also, yeah, like okay, just anytime yeah. she's gonna be on screen, I'm gonna cry through all of episodes. Like it does not matter what oh, happens, I know. it will. There will be tears. I am yes. a crier, so there will be tears. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, I really hope for that. And I honestly think, I mean, do you have anything else you want to add about, I mean, we didn't really cover the, the character costume images. Yeah, I mean, the only thing, talk about that. yeah, if we want to like real quick hit that, because we're yeah. already at like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but real quick, just hitting those costumes. I mean, like Chewie looks the same. There's not a lot you can do for Chewie. Yes. Um, Poe's got an outfit change, which I like. It like he kind of has like a scarf on, and like it's kind of. I love the infinity scarf. I really like it. Finn is wearing like almost Han Solo pants, which is really cool. He has a vest, like yeah. He's definitely changed his clothes as well. Um, Lando has a like an outfit that is very reminiscent of Donald Glover's Lando. Like it has a yellow shirt, it has the cape. So I think it's like at least this concept art is trying to tie those two together. Um, Yeah. It looks like there's a character like with a helmet on and has like a red bodysuit that like looks really cool. Um, I'm I believe that like the speculation is I don't know if it's confirmed that like that is Carrie Russell's character. Um, I believe that that's what people I are saying. Yeah. Some of the Americans, I there were. Oh my I, gosh, I want to hear more about your thoughts about that later. <laughs> yes, I have lots of thoughts. I kind of had to stop watching it for my own like personal mental health, but. Yes. Um, but Carrie Fish, Carrie, nope, Carrie Russell is um, <laughs> is amazing in that, and I I've always liked her as an actress, so I am excited to see what she does. Yes, um, it looks like what there's like kind of a concept art for what it looks like what Naomi Aki's character is going to be. Um, I'm which digging. I it, really honestly. like. She kind of has like a cape. She's sleeveless. Yes. She has like. A bow that she and which I like. I don't know if you've ever seen like other than like Chewie's bow caster. I don't know how many like actual like bow and arrows we've seen in Star Wars. So yes. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Also, really love that like she has her natural hair going. Like, yay, you go, yes. girl. Um. Yes. And so then there's Ray, which I have feelings <laughs> about because okay, same. <laughs> like. I love Ray. I love Ray with all my heart. She's wearing the same thing. <laughs> like her episode, her outfit in episode in Force Awakens was great. It was so good. She doesn't change her clothes yes. for the whole movie, which is honestly is such a power. You move. get the like, Last Jedi, and she has like a different. Oh, she. I guess she does change outfits in Force Awakens at the very, very end. Yeah, if you count like the last, yeah, like, like two that seconds. very end outfit is what she starts out the last Jedi in, which is kind of more like a vest thing, and yes. you know all that jazz. But then she, you know, takes some time to freshen herself up before she goes and meets Kylo, and puts on like the exact same outfit, but 
it's dark now and she has half of her hair up instead of all of her hair up which i love like that <laughs> yes. version of that costume is my favorite version of it that is a look honestly however like <laughs> the concept art for this for ray in episode nine is her exact same outfit from ep- from force awakens it's just whiter and now she has that yeah. like leather armband over where she got cut during the scene, the fight scene in Last Jedi. And like, I love her, but like, can we get her some other clothes? Like, yeah, I like I like in my brain, like I, I think this would be good as something that like maybe like in the last act, in a big moment, in something, she kind of changes back into like this symbolic, you know, like kind of in the same way that like. I guess Luke doesn't change into that, like, into his Return of the Jedi thing. But still, I just hope she gets, like, at least one other outfit that isn't, like, someone took a color palette of her same outfit and just, like, kept moving her along the spectrum. Like, I love her. I just, like, if that's what you want, girl, like, you be happy wearing the same thing. But, like... I just hope you were given options first. It's been a year. I, like, are you not I don't know else? if you did. You watch um, Lizzie McGuire when it was happening. I did watch Lizzie McGuire a little okay. bit. It was more like something my cousins would watch, and I'd watch it with them. Okay, I didn't watch so, much past the Lizzie McGuire movie, but so literally, and this is like not this is not a critique at all, but literally, like everything you just said reminds me of that one scene from like. Lizzie's like nemesis where she's like you're an outfit repeater Lizzie McGuire <laughs> like, I don't like, know what you're talking about <laughs> she like criticizes her for wearing you're the same outfit you're an outfit repeater Ray <laughs> just kidding I love you and honestly like when I saw it I was struck by like obviously I was struck by like yeah this is very very similar if not identical you know with changes to color you know subtle changes to color where it is a lot lighter and not so like beigey taupey right you know color palette I do get a lot of like I know and I know I'm not the first person to say this but I do get a lot of like Padme Geonosis vibes oh yeah but like the pure white definitely yeah I I know I'm not the first person to say that but I will say that I also and just because I am a Raylo I just have to say honestly bridal white (laughs) I mean She's wearing bridal oh white, y'all. Oh my gosh, so. I love it. I love it. I haven't so, heard I mean, anyone say that yet. <laughs> oh my gosh, I literally tweeted, I literally tweeted two words, bridal white. Like, I literally separated it with periods because I was just, like, enamored by okay, it. Well, I probably I like, didn't connect it to, like, you were talking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all, she's wearing bridal white. She's literally heading to a wedding and it's her <laughs> own, so... Um, but that's just, like, my own headcanon of, like, what I want, <laughs> so... um. But yeah, I I do wish that it was like different style, like a different style. I I like the color. Yeah. I like that it's white. I just do wish, yeah, it was a little bit different. Little I mean, bit. yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, that's our very minimal coverage on these leaks that we've gotten. Obviously, like yep. we mentioned before, we're gonna have a ton more information post celebration. But yes. for now, we're kind of you know running on scraps of information that we've been given. So yep. this is what we're covering. Um, but I'm just going to let Brooklyn 
talk about what we are going to be covering in the next episode. Yeah. So next episode, which with like Delaney literally going to be at celebration this time next week and celebration news, um, we're still a little bit unclear as to whether our next episode is going to be celebration reaction or if it's going to be uh, what our topic is going to be on. Um, yeah, but we can always like just have people like we'll submit this, and then when we do, yes, yeah, when we do the right episode, if you like yeah. want to participate, we will include you yes. when we do this. Yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so our next episode, we are going to do a deep dive into Ray, and we are going to talk about her story and like her meaning within the fandom. We're going to talk about like. Yeah, we're just going to go real deep and talk about our girl, Ray. Um, So yes. if you're listening to this and you have thoughts about Ray, like you can DM us, you can whatever, just tell us what you think about Ray. Um, if any of you are listening, like really, really have thoughts about Ray, do you want to like come on the podcast for a hot sec? Like hit us, hit up. us up, hit let us, us up. know <laughs> if you want to just like submit like a voice recording of it you can do that too i don't yes. know how to put that in a podcast but i'm sure i could figure it out <laughs> we are learning <laughs> we're learning this is our very first one so yeah our next episode is going to be all about ray which we are very excited about so yes we will see you and we then yeah and we want to hear yeah we want to hear all your thoughts we want to hear yes how you connect to her character, what she like means to you, you know, yeah. like just we want to hear if it all. You send so us it could be anything. We will read it. Yes, yes, we, we will. Um, and to close, if you would like to find us online for any reason at all, um, we have a podcast, um, Twitter, which is at ASWS underscore podcast. Yep which is a Star Wars podcast. Um, and you'll find both of us on that page. And then my personal handles, it's um, at Delaney Organa on Twitter and then at for the love of Leia underscore on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and for me, I'm at least in the Twitter sphere. I am mostly, I'm just on Twitter. Um, I, I mean, I am on, like, Instagram and other things, but I never post there, and it's, like, personal stuff, so <laughs> you can ask to follow me if you want. But on Twitter, um, yeah, I am at, I'm at Brooklyn Bound, and all of the O's in that are zeros. So B-R-0-0-K-L-Y-N-B-0-U-N-D. So that is my handle. Love it. Um, yeah, come follow us. And you can... You can find our email in our bio on yes. our Twitter. So if you want to email us that way or, you know, go follow us and then send us an email, it is right there. Yep. So if you forgot, it is just you know, a and, Star Wars yeah. story podcast at gmail.com. It's pretty simple. Yes. And our, yes. our Twitter handle again is just at ASWS underscore podcast. Just the initials for a Star Wars story underscore podcast so keeping it simple yeah, keeping it simple come find us come follow us come talk with us about star wars because we would love to talk with you yes, about it come be our friend um, <laughs> yes so yeah um i think that is all we've got 
Happy inaugur- inaugural episode, Brooklyn. Yes, same to you, Delaney. We did it. We got to the end. We did this. And if you're listening and you got here, yay. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of our first episode. Yes. Yes. All right. Wow. <laughs> we will talk to you all Thank later. you so much for listening, truly. Yeah. May the force be with you. May the force be with you.